0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be, to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, VP Podcast listeners. It is Wednesday, November 8th. I'm Kim Hower, and Emma Hower is in the studio with me again today. Welcome, welcome. Thanks, Emma, for sticking around. <laughs> and I have much of a choice. <laughs> you are a captive audience. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> All right. Wednesdays, we talk about how we are connected at Victory Point um, or things that we are doing to serve. So, what do you got? <laughs> um, I do...
1: Missional community where we pack bags for hand to hand.
0: Ah, yes. hmm. hmm. So you participate in missional community? Yeah. Yep. What else do you do? <laughs> um, I don't know. Youth group? You qualify that? Well, you're participating in that, aren't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you should be asking Crow that and not me.
0: Well, I will ask him if you're actually participating or not, but <laughs> you do attend youth group gatherings. Yes. All right. Um, you haven't been serving as of late, but you have served in the past in kid Zone, right? Yeah. And on the tech team for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing recently, so maybe discerning what what's the next step where you can serve. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Um, We're going to read John 12, verse 37 through 50, and I will read that today. It says, even after Jesus had performed so many signs in their presence, they still would not believe in him. This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet. Lord, who has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this reason they could not believe, because, as Isaiah says elsewhere, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, so they can neither see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts, nor turn. And I would heal them. Isaiah said this because he saw Jesus' glory and spoke about him. Yet at the same time, many, even among the leaders, believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear they would be put out of the synagogue. For they loved human praise more than praise from God. Then Jesus cried out, Whoever believes in me does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. The one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. I have come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. If anyone hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge that person, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. The very words I have spoken will condemn them at the last day. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. I know that his command leads to eternal life. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. All right. Emma, as you read that, what uh, did you notice or recognize about who God is?
1: Um... I don't know the verse number, but when he had said, whoever believes in me does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me, that like stuck out to me. I don't know what
0: verse that is. Verse 44, that's where Jesus says, whoever believes in me does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. Yeah. That's a pretty stark statement as far as um, identifying himself with God as being one in the same. What does Stark mean? Stark like kind of shocking. That's a pretty bold statement for Jesus to be making because as a human walking on the planet. You're not talking about that little movie Starks, right? They, no, I've never
1: heard of that. What? <laughs> Were they they're like big birds? Maybe it's not called Storks. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: welcome to the world of Emma. No, I'm not talking about the movie Storks or Starks, <laughs> as you think it might be. No, what I'm saying is that Jesus is making a pretty bold claim here to be saying that he is God, that they are one in the same. Following Jesus would be following God. So, yeah, I had that that. Um, that same verse is my first thing. Um, and then in 47 through 48, where Jesus says he didn't come to judge, but to save the world. Um, I kind of struggled with that one for a bit because I get it. He doesn't, I mean, Jesus is the judge. So at the last day, Jesus will judge every living thing when he comes again and then judges everything. So he is the judge. But he didn't come to be a judge. He came to save the world. So as I was reading some commentary, trying to understand that, um, I thought it was kind of cool. I'm not even sure who said it. But basically they were saying the incarnation, so Jesus becoming a human, wasn't necessary if Jesus was just coming to judge. He didn't need to become a human to judge the world. He's going to do that anyway as God and from heaven as a spiritual being, not as a human or human and God being. And he didn't need to add humanity to his deity to do that. But he did need to do it to rescue humanity. So he didn't have to add humanity to his deity or his Godhood in order to judge the world. But he did need to add humanity to his deity in order to rescue the world. So that's why I thought was like I lost Emma here in that one.
1: Yeah, that was a tongue twister.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of is, but it helped it helped me understand that like if Jesus were just a judge, he wouldn't have to come to earth to do that. Because he can judge from a distance because he's God. So he knows everything. There's like nothing beyond him. So he wouldn't have to become a human in order to judge anything of the world. But if he were coming to rescue the world, save it, he would have to become part of the world. And so that's why he did. That's what he did. And I just thought, well, that's kind of a cool thing to think that it wasn't necessary for him to become a human to judge the world, but it was necessary for him to be able to save the world. All right. How about people? Anything in this that stood out to you about what it says about people? Yeah. What you got? Um.
1: How the Pharisees loved human praise more than the praise from God.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just the Pharisees, though. If you read that entire section, which is verse 42 through 43 because where it wraps up 43. It's really talking about the people who were ahead of that, the people who were leaders and maybe even some of the Pharisees themselves believed in Jesus, but because they were afraid of the Pharisees and being, you know pushed out of the church or the synagogue, because of their fear, And their love of human praise versus God's praise, they hid their faith. So, yeah. Yeah. They loved human praise more than praise from God. And the last question is...
1: What? How do we put this into practice, or how do we obey?
0: And are you asking me the question? Are you hosting yeah, this not, now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not asking <laughs> myself that question. <laughs> well, I had um, basically in response to the, that section of verses, um, that declaring Jesus as Lord wasn't met with safety or security in Jesus' day. And it still isn't today. It's going to cost you your reputation more than likely in the world when you declare Jesus as Lord. So the question is that you have to wrestle with and for myself as well is will you hide your faith in fear or declare boldly and be willing to risk your earthly life for the sake of Christ? So I think that we have to really wrestle with where our heart is at. Um, Do we love human praise and the safety and security that comes from a good reputation here on earth? Or are we willing to risk it all to hear the praise from God when we declare boldly that Jesus Christ is Lord and follow him and serve him? So that was my uh, step of obedience or plan of action, things to ponder. What did you have? Um,
1: that we should praise God
0: more often. I guess there's like a theme going on. Yeah, it seems to me that you've got a theme going on.
1: Instead of like... I mean, I guess it kind of links with yours that like, we don't need human praise if we have praise from God.
0: Yeah. Ultimately, all that matters is God's- Praise. Praise and view of us. And he looks fondly on us because of his son Jesus and the sacrifice that he gave, right? Mm -hmm. So because Jesus laid down his life for us as an atoning sacrifice, God looks at us through the lens of Jesus, and he sees us as righteous and holy. So God looks on us with favor. And does that mean more to us, how God sees us, or how other people see us?
1: How God sees us.
0: Yeah. So we should live to praise him and then receive his praise of us for being his children who are following faithfully um, and not fearfully so yeah that's a good challenge for the day all right i think that wraps it up for our wednesday we are halfway through the week we've got two more days to go i think emma will stick around for two more days
1: I'm being held hostage, actually. <laughs> send,
0: she lied. send out a SOS. Is that what yes, you're trying to please. do? By the time people hear this, you will no longer be here. So Yes,
1: I'm locked in a basement. <laughs> 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 I'm locked in the church's basement that <laughs> they don't no, have.
0: The church doesn't have a basement.
1: Shh. <laughs> I need <mean laughs> the upstairs room. I'm <laughs> locked in the upstairs.
0: Oh. All right, everybody. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow.